Welcome to the Intentional Encourager podcast, where each episode brings you compelling conversations and stories designed to entertain, enlighten, and encourage. And now here's your host, Brian Sexton. Hey everybody, Brian Sexton. I am intentionally encouraged when I see people doing business the right way. And for the last 15 years, Damon Burton and his team at SEO National have done just that. Now you might say, Brian, what can they do for me and my business? I'm going to tell you what they can do for you. They can help you understand search engine optimization. There are a lot of players out there in the marketplace, but you want a team of people that are going to be dedicated to working with you and helping you to understand search engine optimization and how you can show up higher on search engines so that you can bring more revenue into your business. Damon and his team are full of integrity, honesty, decency, and trust. And if that's important to you and that encourages you, I would encourage you to give them a call today at 855-736-6285 or go to seonational.com and get a free quote and tell them you heard about it on the Intentional Encourager podcast. Get ready for a dynamite conversation coming up right now on the Intentional Encourager podcast. And welcome into the Intentional Encourager podcast. I'm your host, Brian Sexton. Thank you for joining us again today. I have got a dynamic guest on. I've been looking forward to having this guy on for a good while. He's a podcast host, a mentor, a speaker, leadership and culture builder. He helps people change. He helps change people's lives. He talks about all things gratitude. I love that, man. You can find him on LinkedIn at Nick Dorsey, D-O-R-S-E-Y. But you can find Nick right here, right now on the Intentional Encourager podcast. Nick Dorsey joins me. Nick, how you doing today, man? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, Brian. Nick, this is going to be a lot of fun. Let's start here. A lot of people in the last two years, and this is where the genesis of the Intentional Encourager podcast has come from. I had people that told me, they were like, man, you need a podcast because I'd done a lot of radio in, in my life and things like that. Podcasting is a whole different beast. And a lot of people have jumped into the podcasting world in the last couple of years since the pandemic. What have you noticed? as a longtime podcast host. Let's start here. What have you noticed in the last couple of years about people jumping into the space and how has it changed maybe what you've seen or maybe how it's changed for you in the last couple of years? I think it's really cool people are jumping in because then, you know, they're putting their voice out there, you know, and may not agree with it or anything, but guess what? Everybody, First Amendment rights, man. We, we're allowed to voice our opinions and everything. And I love the fact that people are getting more encouragement to get out and speak. Um, I think a lot of people before this had issues because LinkedIn, especially that, has changed so much. And that's yeah. where a lot of the podcastings come because of all the lives that you can do on there. Because, like, my show is a live show. And I think it's really cool. A lot of people are finding, reaching out of their comfort zone to be able to do it. You know, does it water it down a little bit? Eh, it depends on who you talk to. You know, I don't think it does. I mean, it's you're going to find somebody you like, you're going to stick with it. You, you know, you don't really go off to a whole bunch of different people. Most people don't listen to 10, 15, 20 podcasts. They listen to a handful that they yeah. really like that yeah. really reaches to them, that gets them and goes out. So now I think there's so many out there that there is um, where people can actually find one that relates to them. Yeah. Because there was a time where, yeah, there were podcasts out there, but it was only – for me, I loved it. There are sports-related ones, religious-related ones, maybe some work-related ones, but they really didn't jump into like leadership or gratitude or empathy or compassion. And 
I think now those are all out there. So, you know, just an everyday person in their car now, if they're driving to work or work from home on their breaks, can just listen to their podcast, just sit right there next to the computer and do their work. So I think it's, I think it's a good thing. Um, I hope people are taking it that way, but I know a lot of people disagree with me, but Hey, I don't care because I'm not in it for ratings or anything. I'm in it for fun and just reaching. No, out and I love that, yeah. man. You you have you've got, and that's what I'm glad you said that. And I and I got excited and jumped in there because mm -hmm. it, what you said is so powerful. I, I see a lot of podcasters that will post and they'll say, "Well, how do I find the analytics? I want to grow my audience. How do I do this? How do I?" up my presence and things like that. I think we've become more analytics driven and looking at the numbers and instead of going, okay, do I feel like I serve my audience? Am I having fun? Just those things that you talked about. Do I enjoy getting in front of a microphone every time I get a chance to get in front of a microphone? And, and, and those are things Nick, you can't quantify. Those are things that, that, yeah. What, what, tell me, what, what do you see when, when you see those types? Because you and I run in a lot of the same circles. We, you see a lot of those same things too. Like, well, how do I, how do I up my, my listenership and things like that? When you see comments like that and posts like that, what goes, what kind of goes through your mind? It's weird. I'll, I'll give you a quick little story. I had a guy reach out to me who's, he's well known on LinkedIn for podcasts, and I won't say his name. But he was upset at me because he puts all this time and money into his production. He does all this stuff. And he goes, you just go on live and you get all these likes and shares and comments and everything. And I'm like, because I'm just thinking because my personality is better. I mean, I mean, it was just, <laughs> I mean, it was pretty simple, you know? Yeah. I was like, well, I mean, I relate to more people because you're stuck in one field. I'm not stuck in one field. I, I've had Emmy award-winning actresses on. I've had... Uh, TV personalities on, I've, you know, had TED speakers on, you know, we've done, we've talked about conspiracy theories, we've talked about religion, we've talked about a whole bunch of different things, you know, I just don't base it off one thing. And I think that's where some people get stuck is they're worried about the analytics, but sometimes the field they're in, you're not going to get a high number of people because it just doesn't interest people. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I try to get something that can interest multiple different genres, I guess you would say you know, bring on multiple different personalities. Um, if I was just straight into facilities, like that's what I do is construction. If I just straight went in that, my numbers wouldn't be where they are. Yeah. I mean, I don't care about my numbers, but I know what they are, but it's just like, I'm not, I get a little bit of stuff thrown my way. I get stuff and people mail me stuff and everything every once in a while. That's cool. I'm very grateful for it, but I'm not in this to make money at the moment. I'm not in this, you know, to gain all that recognition and be a top 5% in the world, top 10% in the world. If it happens, it happens. And, you know, then God's blessed me and, I, and yeah. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. But when that time comes and I'll deal with the analytic part and all that, because then it's making me money. But as long as I'm not making money, I'm just having fun, man. And that's why I try to tell people, is this a business or fun? There's really no middle ground. It's, are you enjoying it? Or are you in it to make money and make a living? If you are, get on the analytic part, find your SEOs, find all those things. But if you're in it to have fun, who cares? The people will come. You will build your tribe. They'll always be there for you and they'll support you through it. And then more and more people will end up 
coming along because that's just what happens. Well, here's the thing, too. There's a couple things that I want to unpack from what you said there. And I love what you said there. The first thing that, that I think people miss in that in that train of thought is when people are paying you and you're monetizing your podcast, to some degree, they control what you say and do. Because, because, because they're, they're going, okay, well, you did this that resonated with me. And so I want to reach the audience. So I want you to keep doing this, right? Mm -hmm. I want you to keep doing exactly. it. And, and, and so I think that takes away for me, Nick, I believe that takes away your creative freedom because like you, I've had people of all different walks of life on this podcast. For me, it's about the story. If I, if, if I, and I connected with you on LinkedIn because something you said really inspired me and I began engaging in your post and I'm like, you need to, you know, would you consider coming on this podcast? Because I like talking to other podcast hosts. I want to, I, I, I believe in, in the collaborative part of it. You know, I can, we can get something from each other. And I love what you said about, is it a business or is it fun? Because the same people, and you mentioned doing live stuff. I've done live radio for 20 years, filling in and things like that. There is an electricity of being live because at that point, man, it, it's all on you and, and people are watching. I think that's why performers get such a, a, a rush from performing in front of live crowds instead of being in the studio. But there's also that thing of if you can't get in front of a microphone and you can't verbalize well and you can't project well and talk to your feelings and, and, and express what you're thinking, don't do it. Just yeah. don't do it, man. Good, good. Hey, everybody. Brian Sexton. Prices are going up by the day. We've got to find ways to increase our household revenue. Now, a couple ways you could do that is, one, you could go and ask your boss for a raise. But if that doesn't work, I've got another way for you. It's my friend Joe Hart's program called Products for Profit. Joe's been a guest here on the Intentional Encourage podcast and told his story about how learning retail arbitrage changed his life, and he's been helping thousands of people change theirs. Now, retail arbitrage is simply this. It's taking a product and buying it and then reselling it online for a higher price, and you keep the profits. And guess what? Amazon and Walmart use third-party resellers every day to fulfill their customer orders. I want you to go to productsforprofit.com or productsforprofit.carrd.co. Get connected to Joe's team. Tell them you heard about it on the Intentional Encourager podcast and start making money today with Products for Profit. And now let's get back to more great conversation on the Intentional Encourager podcast. Go, go there for a minute. I know you've got something to, to, to piggyback off that. Well, I think for me, like the live thing is it shows who the organic me is. If that makes sense, it shows who the real me is, you know, I'll make mistakes. I, I swear on my podcast sometimes, you know, cause we just get so riled up. We're just like, ah, you know, and, um, and one thing, Brian, I, I never, I will read somebody's profile before I go on with them, but I have the questions, nothing lined up. It's just a free, I ask the same for a question in all of them. And then I just ablib everything from that point forward, because I don't want to dictate necessarily where the show's going, because I have the guest on for them, not for me. 
it, it's to promote them. So in their answers and what they say, I, I piggyback off that, you know, because I'm trying to highlight them. I'm not highlighting me. People are turning in. They know who I am. You know, now it's like, who's Brian? Okay, let's figure out who this Brian guy is, you know, and that, and that's what I try to do with that stuff. So, I mean, I like the live stuff too, because then I can get the comments going in live and we can answer stuff live. I've done Q and A podcasts. I've done podcasts where we haven't answered anything because it was a pretty, it was a pretty intense podcast. So yeah, it's just like, yeah, we'll keep the trolls out. We'll keep this out for right now, you know, but it's in the comment section. I don't delete them. I let it, I let them fly on the post, you know, and, um, you know, I just, I don't know. I, like you said, I just feel more energy when it's live. Um, it's for some reason easier for me. I don't like doing the production side of it. So I'm going to be honest with you. It's easier just to hit live, go then off and just send it off to anchor and let it go its places. And I'm done. And I get up and walk away. I mean, my podcast probably takes me 15 minutes to promote and distribute out afterwards. And I'm done with it. And I walk away because like I said, I, I like it. I have fun, but I'm not going to dump the time or investment in it unless I'm getting something back on that end of it. Yeah. And right now it's working. It's working well. People like it. So I'm not going to change it up. Like you said, I don't want somebody dictating what I do. I built that brand for a reason. I'm not yeah. going to change that brand. You know, if somebody wants to come and give me thousands and we want to talk about maybe, but it's a big maybe. Well, <laughs> it's, it's the, what, what's happened. Give me my terms. No, you're a hundred percent right. And forgive me for jumping in there. It's no, the no Joe, worries. it's the Joe Rogan effect. Joe Rogan, people have seen what Spotify did with Joe Rogan. And again, I'm not here to, to politicize anything like that. But they see, oh, Spotify gave Joe Rogan $100 million for his podcast. And this guy's getting money for his podcast. And she's getting money for her podcast. And everybody is like, oh my gosh. And, and, and I hear ads for a certain hosting platform. You're like, oh, you could even get paid to do this. I'm like, do you know the, do you know the remote, do you know how small the percentage is in the podcasting world of people that are getting paid to podcast full time? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, tiny. it's tiny, it's tiny yeah. and, 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 and having worked around local media here in this area and, and seeing friends of mine that, that have toiled for years in live radio and knowing about what they make and things like that. And I'm like, but they work for a company. They're doing live, they're doing live shows every day with an audience, with a book, with, with all this other stuff, with a major media conglomerate behind them. And they're working their guts out for the same thing. Not everybody's making money. I love what you said though, about the purpose, the intent of it. And here's what I thought about when you're talking about the live show. You ever go to a concert and you're watching somebody perform and all of a sudden they go, Hey, you know what? And they turn around and maybe it's the, 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 the performer, they turn around at the band and go, you know what we ought to do right now? Let's just play this song. And it's not on the set list. They had no intent. And they, and you just see the band just like, all right, let's go. Let's just jam. And they play for the next 15 or 20 minutes and it's just free and it's flowing. It's just like, oh, let's just do this, you know, or let's just do that. Mm -hmm. I get that vibe from you when you're talking about doing your live show. That's exactly what I thought 
you're like, man, let's just, I'm feeling this right now. So let me just go here with it. Did you have to build to that kind of spontaneity or did that always just kind of come naturally to you with your live show? It always came natural to me. I mean, I've always been a person who could speak in front of people, who could be in front of people, and it hasn't really bothered me. So, um, like I said, I can walk into a room and almost meet everyone and have conversations with everyone. You know, it just it just happens. It's just my personality. Um, maybe it's my Italian side. Um, talking a lot. <laughs> so, um, but. Um, no, it's been good, you know, and I, and I appreciate that. And it's a, it's a gift I've been given from God. And, and I, I really appreciate that, you know, and I'm very grateful for it because some people don't have it, you know, and I do have a personality talk, like maybe like sit on radio or in front of a camera and everything, you know, maybe it's my voice, maybe it's, you know, how I move, whatever it is, you know, um, it's just there and unfortunate and people tell me I need to push forward online you know, and really go for it. But I, I just don't know. I don't want to lose fun of it. You know, it, it's a lot of fun for me. I don't want to create it into a business where I'm not enjoying it anymore. That That's the biggest thing. I got a good day job. I'm happy with it. You know, we make good money. We have a fortunate life, you know? Um, so why ruin a lot of things at this moment? I'm just not ready for that. Yeah. Let me ask you something, Nick. I I've had those blowback moments in doing this podcast where, where I've had somebody on and they've shared something with me that's just kind of like, I can't believe that that person trusted me enough to share that with me. Have you had some of those blowback moments in your show where you've just had that real raw type of situation where somebody just shared something with you and it just kind of blew you away? Take me take me through that moment in, on your show when you've had that happen. Uh, Man, I had a lady on, oh, God bless her. Um, she was a social worker and really trying to promote social working and everything. And she got into it. And she just started talking about how she was abused and beaten up by my husband and her kid was abused. And I was like, and I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I was stuck. I was like, Whoa. and um, so we just kind of continued on, asked her how she got through these things and worked through it. And, she didn't thank me because she blew up on a couple things because she got really got her name out there. She really worked her social work. She's really working with abused, you know, women, you know, bad relationships and everything. But, you know, before going into that, Brian, I had no clue in her background. And I had no clue we'd talk about something like that. So that kind of caught me off guard. That was, and that was one of my biggest podcasts ever, number wise. So, um, it resonated a lot of people. I met a lot of people through that and connected them together, you know, the, a lot of those people with the guests on the show. So that was really cool. I had another one. This was, this one was a lot of fun, Ryan. Um, I had a copywriter on, she has a lot of copywriting stuff, uh, virtual VP for people and everything. And we started talking about conspiracy theories about aliens building the pyramids and all that stuff. Oh, was so off in the left field, man. But it was so funny. We had like almost five or six hundred comments live during the show of people just chiming in with their ideas and thoughts. That made it a lot of fun. Because at that point, it was just a conversation with someone. It wasn't, there's nothing. It's 
it was so much fun and people always ask me are you gonna break conspiracy theory person back on i'm like what my friends but they cool. want the conspiracy you know, theorist man it resonated with a lot of people yeah yeah they want the conspiracy theory. You know, and I always tell everybody, I'm in for a conspiracy theory. It doesn't mean I'm all for it, but I'm in for a good one. You know, and, you know, just hear people's thought processes and everything. And, that, and that's what it was, was, okay, let's think inside the box for a minute. We're so stuck in this world where we're right here all the time. Get out here and just think outside the box and have a little fun. You know, and that's how I try to bridge my shows like that. I'm like, I'm just going to roll with it because I want people laughing. I want People enjoy their 45 minutes to 60 minutes of watching my show. I don't want it to be bored. I don't want people to click off. You know, I want that entertainment value going, you know, if I can. You know, and, and that's highlighting the guests and having a good time with them. If, and notice on my show, the shows that we laugh a lot and enjoy are the ones that just keep going and going and the comments just keep flowing and everything. It's, it, it, I don't know. It's just touching people in some way, you know, and I just, I'm, I'm just appreciate I would appreciate if I'm able to do that. If that makes sense. Hey everybody, Brian Sexton. You know, dreams are powerful pieces of intentional encouragement. We all have them. If you're a business owner, you've probably always dreamed of taking your sales to levels you've never seen before. I've got a guy that can help you with that. His name is Brad Norwood. My good buddy Brad has been on the Intentional Encourager podcast as a guest before, and he is a dream specialist. His company, Dream It Pro, offers incentive packages to travel to places such as the Masters, Kentucky Derby, the Super Bowl, even exotic places that you've always wanted to take your team, but you just didn't know how to do it. Brad's your guy. And oh, by the way, Brad's a certified bucket list coach, so he can help your team members achieve their personal dreams as well. I want you to go to www.dreamitpro.com and find out more or call him directly at 479-466-6907. And by the way, tell him you heard it on the Intentional Encourage podcast. Let's get back to more great conversation here on the Intentional Encourage podcast. No, that makes perfect sense. And, and, you know, Nick, the thing about it is, is I don't think people understand a lot of times too, when they podcast is that, what do you, what do you want that podcast to be? You, you were talking about hitting the button and, and letting it go and then just kind of doing your thing afterwards. And I'll share this with you, and, and, and you're the perfect person to, to, to kind of bounce this through as people listen to this. For me, I feel like every episode is an opportunity that, God forbid, if something happens to me tomorrow, I've got 260-plus episodes that my family can go back and watch, and I can be present with my family in a conversation I'm having with somebody else anytime that they want me there. And it'll live on long after I'm gone. Every conversation will live on. And even the person, you know, I have, I had a, a guy on my podcast that just passed away last week. He was 98 years old, oldest living at the time, Congressional Medal of Honor recipient from World War II. Even though he's gone, that conversation's going to live on. It will live on for as long as there are hosting mm -hmm. platforms and things like that, that conversation's going to live on for a long time. 
when you think about the future of podcasting, and, and I want to, want to talk about the future for just a couple of minutes, tell me what you see. Do you see more live podcasts? Do you see more? What do you see in the future of podcasting? I think it's going to be hard because of the fact a lot of people listen to podcasts on their commutes to work, on the trains, on the buses, and so many people are working from home now. I don't know if that's going to bring down the numbers or not, but then I can work from home sitting at this desk I am right now and, you know, to be completely remote, you know, and just have something on my phone and listen to it from over there. Um, I'm the type of person that I need to concentrate on what I'm working on or else I get distracted because I'm like a squirrel. So, um, when I was <laughs> Me too, podcast, brother. usually in my car and my drive and everything, you know, so, you know, so, and cause the, the drives, I mean, my drive not bad. I mean, there's no hardly traffic, but it's, it passes the time really quick, especially to get into a show like, you know, so, um, I hope that your podcast goes up because it's easy to learn things. You don't have to read a book on this. You can get some really good information from people. And I'm not saying don't read people, uh, but um, yeah, but um, it is getting watered down a little bit, and that's the hard thing is finding the good one that you that really resonate to you that you can really soak in that information to help you. So it's finding those those people, you know. It's it's going on for me. And LinkedIn's my big thing. Going on LinkedIn and seeing what my friends that I very value on LinkedIn are listening to and what's given them value. And maybe that'll give me value back. Yeah. You know, so, um, I think they're always good. The value is always there. It's how you take it. And I, and to be honest with you, I don't know much on the younger generation, how they take it. Older generation. I know like us and everything like podcasts. Yeah. I, I really do believe that. I don't, I don't know how the younger generation takes it to be honest with you. Cause I don't get a lot of them commenting on my post or anything so i don't know if that's just a sign of your show sucks or it's a sign of hey we just don't listen to podcasts <laughs> so i don't know where that's at to be honest with you well here's the thing that i'll say too is that it, it, it's it's funny because you're right it, it, you, you want to know what people are listening to but then again I think it would surprise you what people are listening to. I know for me, I would if I would say, hey, what are you listening to? And and 10 people would go, I'm listening to this or this. I thought, I would think to myself, man, I, I can't picture you listening to that type of podcast if I know them. But here's why, Nick, here's what I'll say too. As well as knowing what people listen to, the thing that I've, I've told people, and, and I want to get your take on this as well too, I see a lot of people talking about equipment and hosting platforms and all the technical stuff. Like what kind of mic should I buy? And I tell people, I'm like, look, doesn't matter what kind of mic you've got. If your voice isn't good, if you're not working on the things you need to be working on, working on the diction of your voice, working on your energy in front of a guest, if you're not working on the other things that make something sound good. I don't care what kind of mic you got. I don't care what kind of technology. Because I had to, to work through those, those technology things to kind of dial in what worked for me. Where do you see the biggest 
need for podcasters to work on their podcast for you? Is it voice? Is it content? Where's the biggest miss for a lot of podcasters in your mind? Uh, getting comfortable in front of the microphone or in front of the screen. People, I see so many people, they're so intense when they're on. They don't look comfortable. They don't look like they're enjoying what they're doing. And those are hard to watch. I mean, I've I've been very fortunate. I've had a guest on the show, and the guests go the same way. It's just, it was, uh, buh, 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 buh. and I'm just like, oh my god, you're just killing this. <laughs> you know, I'm you, you this, feel like you, you know? got to lead him. You feel like you got to <laughs> yeah. lead, like, like, help me help and, you and, right now. And I know? feel bad because he gave out a ton of good information. It's just he is not a camera person. He is just not a person who can sit in front of the camera and be comfortable. Now, when I talk to him on the phone or anything, stuff, oh, amazing conversations, night and day. But yeah. there's some people just, they just look all just upset. They're talking like this and rah, 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 you know, and I'm just like, man, if you don't want to be on, don't do it. <laughs> you know, it's just like, and that's the thing is, is especially coming out of the last two years, Brian, world's been hard. Mental health has been just off the charts. Uh, people are going nuts. People are going crazy. Uh, people have been stuck and not having that human interaction a lot in those areas that haven't had a lot of that you know and the last person i think somebody who is a little down or depressed wants to see somebody on a podcast who looks down and depressed that doesn't do nothing yeah i mean you got to be up there with upbeat you got you know you got to have some fun with it it's just my personality i mean you mentioned joe rogan earlier you know people can say what they want about him he kind of uh, sometimes, but when he gets going, he gets going and he gets into his conversation and it, it's like, he's into it. He's just not saying the words. And that's the thing is it's like a voiceover actor. You, you need to learn how to talk to the microphone. You need to learn how to talk to the camera because you need to learn how to talk to your audience. I learned once that the camera and the microphone's your audience. So you need to talk to them. You need to get into it. You see my hands move all the time in my podcast because that's how I talk. I, you know, I get into it. Well, that that's way. why so I, I jump in. Nick, that's why I jump yeah. in a lot of times is because I feel like on my right shoulder, there's an invisible listener mm -hmm. and they're going, oh my gosh, they said something. Ask him that. Like it yeah. will trigger something. I'll feel it's, it's, it's weird. I almost kind of feel that little tap on my shoulder going, ask him this. And I'll jump in from time to time and people say, well, why do you jump in so much? It's because I want to pull more conversation out of what you just said. And I feel like I would be doing my listeners a disservice if I didn't go a little deeper and dig a little bit more. Yeah, I like it, man. You know, and the, I try to do that too. And also you do it to try to veer a long answer like I probably just gave. But, um, <laughs> hey, but, man, I'm um, the king of long-winded questions, so that yeah. was perfect, man. But, you know, I, I, I just think a lot of people just need to practice being in front of the camera, being comfortable. That's the biggest thing. I mean, just if you're not comfortable with what you're doing, you're going to struggle. And that's with anything in life, you know, you just having that comfort level, I believe. What do you think it is? Let me hear you. I'm going to interview you now, Brian. What do you think it is? I, I think it's the fact that people want everything scripted. They want to know the answers to the test before the test is taken. Because I, I have a lot of people that will say, well, send me a list of questions. You, you, you hit on a little while ago. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. and, and I think people want to be prepared. And, and Nick, here's the thing. If, if you're speaking from your heart 
and you're telling your story and you're speaking from experience, that's something that only you intimately know. You know it better than anybody else. So if, if you know it better than anybody else, you should be able to communicate it better than anybody else. So I think it's just, yeah, I think it's just, it's just being intimate with what you know and can express. And I think a lot of people have intimacy issues in that. I I don't, I don't want my show to sound like a bot either. I don't want a hundred percent. Here's the question. Here's the answer. I'm just like, it's just boring as hell. Sorry. You know, but, you, uh, no, you're, you're hundred percent right. Some pe- but some people like that and good for them. That's awesome. It's just not a style I'm going to run down. I think in this world, sometimes too, of instant gratification, I think people just want off the wall answers because everybody wants to be an individual. It's like people are challenging the status quo. People are doing all yeah. this. So, yeah, you know, so let, let's just let somebody be real and just let them fly, you know, and flow on the show. I think that's the best way in my opinion to go. I've always said this, people want to be a part of conversations. They don't want to witness interrogations. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And, I like and, that. Yeah. And, and that's where we are. Nick, we're going to do a second part of this. So folks, we got another part. I want to tell Nick's story in part two of this conversation, but Nick, as we wrap this up, tell folks where they can find you find your content and how they can connect with you. Only find me on LinkedIn people. I got rid of everything else. <laughs> so just come find me on LinkedIn, uh, Nick Dorsey. Uh, also the all things gratitude podcast is my business page on LinkedIn. Uh, just come there, connect with me, send me a DM. I mean, I have a lot of fun with it. We are in the middle of rebranding a little bit. So a lot of people don't know that. So, uh, we're gonna have a little fun and change it up a little bit and make it even more fun. And so I can get in. I guess I would say some bigger guests and some more yeah. popular guests that people would know. So um, we're working on that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But LinkedIn, man, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. That's my place. We're here place for I it. Be. And yeah. we're here for it, man. Nick Dorsey, this has been great. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Intentional Courage Podcast. Thanks, brother. See you soon. My thanks as always to producer Bryce Sexton and technical advisor Matt Means. And of course, the ultimate thanks goes to the Lord Jesus Christ, who provides intentional encouragement every day through his word. If you're not subscribed to the Intentional Encourager podcast, hit the subscribe button wherever you get podcasts so you don't miss an exciting episode where you can get encouraged and stay encouraged. And remember, anyone, anywhere, at any time, any place can be an intentional encourager.